You're listening to the Wellness Game Podcast. I'm Stephanie Game. I'm a holistic health practitioner who's been through chronic illness myself. I consider wellness to be a combination of foundational practices, detox, and rebuilding health. But there's always many moving parts to health in general. So a sense of curiosity and lightness definitely helps. Welcome to the Wellness Game. Hi, Samantha. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm so glad to have you. Hey, Stephanie. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So I always love to invite my listeners um, or my my guests on my podcast to share with our listeners how you kind of came into the health world. Like what brought you here? Was it your own health issues? Um, did you are you just a bioresonance genius um, and came into that world of science? How did you get here? Would you like to share some of your story? Yeah, totally. You know, I grew up in a pretty relatively healthy household on a farm out in the middle of nowhere, total redneck. My parents did the best that they could. You know, mom would make salads and yet we would have lucky charms in the morning. You know, we didn't know back then, Uh, but she, and very, my parents were very athletic and running and biking and things like that all the time. So I kind of had that ingrained in me where, you know, you do the best you can and you you try to be as healthy as possible. And then when I entered into high school, I got very active in sports and, um, and that was really exciting. And I was reaping the benefits of what it felt like to be an athlete, which was amazing. And so when I went to college, I wanted to study dietetics and the professor that I initially met with, she sort of scared me out of it and said, if I didn't maintain a 4.0 average, I was going to amount to nothing in this industry. And I was like, oh gosh, it's a lot of pressure. (laughs) And it just didn't feel right. So I actually went into packaging engineering. And so I have a degree in packaging engineering and I worked in Chicago for a long time as an engineer. And so kind of it's, you know, that experience in college drove me away from the health field. I initially was targeting. And I loved my career uh, working in Chicago as an engineer. And I went on a cruise and I had fun and I drank too much. I stayed up too late, came back <laughs> feeling like I just needed as a vacation. As you do on a cruise. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but it just kept progressing after I got home where I thought, mm-hmm. well, maybe it's the flu. But then, you know, by the end of week one and into week two, the joint pain was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They were so hot and Um, I was starting to get confused and Mm. uncontrollable crying. And just at that point, I knew I wasn't necessarily dealing with what was the flu. And that's when my experience with Western medicine started. And it was kind of like chasing my own tail because doctor Mm -hmm. after doctor after doctor kept telling me they couldn't figure it out and um, got a little ahead of myself there. But after about a month, I was bedridden. I, oh. and, and the symptoms were just constantly changing. And so I was like that for about four years and oh, wow. about a hundred thousand dollars in, um, trying to figure out what it was that was wrong with me. And it wasn't until, um, well, I guess I, I went and I did a month long stay at a really popular hospital to try to figure out what was wrong with me. They poked, prodded, um, they tested everything. And at the end of it told me what I was dealing with was cause of, you know, trauma as a child, which in that moment, I'm like, 
of course we all have ups and downs in you know our life and parents aren't, aren't always perfect but I'm like mm, I had a pretty amazing childhood so in that moment I was like okay I, I know I'm on my own at this point like no mm. one's going to be able to figure this out yeah which was a blessing because then I started my own investigation into trying to figure out what what could help me if I eat this way will it help if I read this crazy thing on the internet to try which I did plenty of because when you're desperate you will do anything yeah um so I tried a whole bunch of strange things eventually I met this woman that told me about a doctor and he used bioresonance on me it was a wait list to get in to see him but once I got in to see him he's like well, it looks like you're dealing with tick-borne issues. This looks oh. like Lyme disease. And in that, was that moment... kind of your first encounter with that idea with your symptoms? No, because I was tested monthly for, oh. for Lyme. I was tested wow. monthly for Lyme because they knew I grew up in northern Wisconsin. And okay. they knew that I was an outdoors type of person. Um, and it was presenting like that. But with the Western mm-hmm. blood, it always came back negative. And, uh, I mean, I, I commend those doctors back then for even being open to the idea and sure. testing regularly for it. Mm-hmm. So that was amazing. Um, but you know, when this doctor used by resonance on me and while we know it can't diagnose anything, um, yeah. he was in a different realm because he also, um, had uh, a medical background as well. And so, He's like, and I, I shook my head. I know I'm like, it's, it can't be Lyme disease. Cause I've been tested regularly for the past four years. He said, okay, yeah, good luck. Nice to meet you or take this diet or follow this diet. Take these remedies. Here's a few lifestyle things you can do. And within six months, he had me back on my feet deciding, am I going to go back to school to study bioenergetic medicine? Or am I going to go back to my uh, career as an engineer? Wow. And it was, it was a no brainer for me because for sure. And, as you know, when you deal yeah. with chronic illness, when anyone deals with chronic illness and knows the the darkness that can come with that and the the pain and the struggles that can come with that, you want to help others. And it brought me full circle. I, I knew in my heart I just wanted to help people with Lyme. But since then, it has expanded massively to people that have all sorts of different ailments and complaints. So. Wow. I am so glad that you were able to share that. And thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing that experience, because I think what you're describing of, hey, I had all these tests and everything came back fine is so common, don't you think? For sure. Yeah. It's so common. You know, the, the beauty, and I know getting a little ahead of myself here, but with bioenergetics or bioresonance, we're, we're analyzing the bioenergetic field, which is the energy, it's all energy. Our, our cells yeah. vibrate. Our, our body has this information all around it. And that information we can tap into that oftentimes that physical blood sample or, or urine sample or the x-ray or the, you know, the MRI might not show those things in the physical, but it doesn't mean it's not there. And that information, when we pull it out, it's very profound because bioenergetics is so sensitive. It can pick up things long before it can, someone might actually feel something or start to have that complaint because it's so sensitive and it can find that minor stress, that minor little imbalance long before it turns into some four year bedridden scenario like I had. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that you're talking about the sensitivity. I'm right up your alley with um, energy medicine and just the bioenergetic field. I think that's so 
not mainstream, but is on its way to be. Um, but I love, yeah. I, so I guess I'm getting ahead of myself as well. I'd love for you to give our listeners just kind of like a little mini explanation, like how bioresonance, um, I guess in short, how a bioresonance scan would work. Um, how, how to describe that without sounding so woo woo and out there, but what is kind of the short and sweet nitty gritty explanation? Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of people initially when they think of bioenergetics might think that it's a very mm-hmm. woo-woo, but when I started Balanced Health well over a decade ago, people, like, if you think that it's coming around now or if it's woo-woo now, imagine back then. Oh, yeah. Like, when I first started working with people, it was very much, like, I don't understand what you're doing. This is weird, but all I do know is it helped me. And I am going to send all of my friends and family here because they need this support as well. And so in a nutshell, bioenergetics, um, when it it really is, energy is everything. If we look Mm -hmm. at the human being, it's made up of trillions of itty bitty tiny cells. Mm -hmm. These cells have negative and uh, and positive charges inside them, kind of Mm -hmm. going back to a physics class or chemistry class. class. Mm -hmm. And so that negative and positive, they're, they're creating a vibration in every single itty bitty tiny cell. And so that vibration actually gives you a collective whole of the entire body that is measurable. So Mm. for example, if your liver is made up of all these cells that have a very low vibration, Mm -hmm. that's telling us there's some sort of weakness going on there. And Mm -hmm. that is significant. And during the testing process, we use hair and saliva, which Mm -hmm. is amazing because then we can, we can test people from all around the globe and they don't actually have to come into an office. And so there's different portions of the hair and saliva that represent different areas of the body. So during the testing process, we use these probing tools that probe that bioenergetic field to measure a Hertz value. So while some people think it's woo, it's actually incredibly scientific. We are literally measuring megahertz that emanate from these samples. So for example, if we're testing the portion that is analyzing the liver, and if we see that it resonates between 49 and 59 Hertz, that's telling us this area is in balance. That is a nice healthy liver from a bioenergetic standpoint. But if it is only resonating at like 30 Hertz, that's a very weakened liver. That's telling us those cells are not vibrating as strongly as they should be. Something's weakening it. But on the flip side, let's say it goes up to 70 or 80 Hertz. It is, it's almost like it's inflamed uh, Mm, from a bioenergetic standpoint. So you look at it from two points of view on the higher side, it's more inflammatory, more hot. Something is an irritant at a high level. Um, or on the flip side, if it's weak, that is where it's kind of like the body has been telling that person for a very long time, listen, I'm trying to tell you there's inflammation here. Listen to the symptoms and do something about it. Because once it gets into this weakened state, the body's not necessarily giving us those signs and, and symptoms anymore because it's just too tuckered out. So is that more like a chronic issue? Would that be a red flag that, hey, this has been going on a long time? Okay. Definitely. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And then the power in continuing the testing process is we can do this full picture and this whole entire body workup to see where there's different levels of resonating stress throughout the body. But now we want to figure out why. 
Mm-hmm. And so we, we look at a number of different things. We look at food and environmental sensitivities. Mm-hmm. And we look at 350 different possible items. And those are really powerful as well. They're not typically root cause, Mm -hmm. but they're very important to address at Mm -hmm. that time. Because if you continue fueling a fire by eating something that is creating an inflammatory response, your body's just not going to heal. Right. So It's it's busy trying to maintain homeostasis with that inflammatory thing you're consuming or exposing yourself to. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's a very critical part to know, but then we want to start digging deeper. What, uh, what nutrients are creating a deficiency, not allowing that organ or that system to work optimally, creating congestion or stagnant organs or not metabolizing a certain hormone correctly or not producing a certain neurotransmitter the way it should be. So the nutritional component during testing is very important. Next, we test for toxins. Um, this is Which definitely I love. that's my extra special favorite section. <laughs> I think it's everybody's. <laughs> Uh, and we do the whole gamut, you know, uh, we test for resonating parasites, bacteria, molds, viruses, heavy metals, and chemicals. And, you know, it is, it's a fan favorite because you get to know these toxins and we test for thousands of them. Yes. And so certain toxins impact different areas of the body. Uh, and then making those correlations in each report is really exciting because it can be life-changing when you, yes. when you figure out some of these correlations and these specific toxins and how it's impacting someone. Uh, We also test for about 30 different hormones and again, not root cause, but very important to understand because you can adjust your lifestyle and it can help put the pieces of the puzzle together when working with someone. So if someone has very high cortisol, is it more of a physical response that we're having the high cortisol or is it your lifestyle or your relationships Mm -hmm. or your workload? And that's Mm -hmm. more of an easy thing to quote unquote, easy thing to adjust. (laughs) Yeah. or estrogen dominance. I mean, that's a, a, there's some great lifestyle shifts that you can make mm-hmm. if you know you're struggling with estrogen dominance. Yeah. Um, and then the final that's part. That's great of, direction. Yeah. 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 It's just putting, putting everything together. So someone feels really armed with the information that's pulled from the testing because, you know, you have, you have the results. By the time it's printed out, it's about seven pages worth of of information all about someone to the nitty gritty. And, you know, you can make so much change dietarily and lifestyle wise and with the remedies from this information that you just keep adding to it by all these little nuggets of information throughout. And then the last part, we test for specific remedies to see what balance is best for that individual. And there's a lot of power in giving the body what it needs at the right time in the correct sequence. So that's where we see a lot of traction come in someone's healing journey because you're not necessarily like thinking or guessing that this regimen might work. Like mm-hmm. this is what the body can handle right now. Yeah. So and this is example, what it's asking so for. This is what it's resonating with. That's so bio-individual and customized. Like, yes, love that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone might resonate with something like heavy metals, but then they might be confused. Why didn't a heavy metal remedy come up to address that? And there's so much power in that because that tells us that person maybe can't tolerate a heavy metal detox at that time. Um, And that can happen often or parasites come up but not a parasite regimen in any kind of way, shape or form. And that's very powerful because if someone's 
tries to start detoxing parasites before their body's ready, they can feel terrible in the process. Yes. You are mm-hmm. preaching to the choir. I feel like I, t- I talk about that to every single client that, oh, hey, we're not just going to jump into parasite work or de- any sort of detox work just right off the bat. Like we got to make sure those organs that do drainage work are open and working and that, the, that your body is ready. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can start stirring a pot and just moving stuff around, making someone feel worse. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Definitely what you're talking about with your experience with Lyme. um, I'm imagining if Lyme were to show up on somebody's scan, that's probably not the very first place you start either. You know, and while um, the doctor that tested me, he was a medical doctor, um, mm-hmm. so a little, little bit different. We sure. don't diagnose Lyme. We test for resonating yes. things like Borrelia, Bartonella, Babesia, Ehrlichia, you know, the whole mm-hmm. the whole tick realm. Um, but, you know, people come to us at different points in their journey. So mm-hmm. we true. might have someone yeah. that comes to us and they might resonate with Borrelia and never had any idea that that might be the path they were about to go down. But then there's other people, they've, you know, they know that they have chronic Lyme and it's a bad, it's been a battle for them for 15 years, 20 years. So there might be a little bit further ahead in their journey where their body is potentially more prepped and ready to address it. So that's the power and kind of seeing where are, where's the congestion throughout the body, what organs of detox need support and what's the priority in those toxins. Um, and that's where we can see what resonates in terms of that final regimen that that comes up for them in the report. So when somebody is ready to do a bioresonance scan, I'm just recapping this for those who maybe are brand spanking new. They send in a hair and saliva sample. It goes through the bioresonance scan um, that you guys have, which I love the mail-in aspect. I think that's so incredible that you guys make that available. You know, you don't have to go get on somebody's wait list and... I love that you're making that available. That's really cool. Just side note to that. (laughs) Applause to you. That's amazing. Um, But yeah, so then they get the report back. You're saying it's several pages and they're looking at it. When they get the scan, am I understanding correctly that it's going to show things that their body's ready to address then? It's not going to show everything ever that's wrong in their body at that time. It's showing this is what your body can handle. That's right. Yep. It's, okay. it's very much the here and now what someone's okay. dealing with in that moment in time. Um, you know, I think some people might look at any kind of hair and saliva analysis and almost uh, correlate it to a DNA test, like oh, okay. uh, where mm-hmm. it's more looking at things genetically and we yes, are not very doing different. that. We're very doing different. an yes, yes. which in my opinion is the way I want to analyze things because maybe I'm genetically predisposed to something, but I live a pretty clean life and I work hard at staying balanced. And so my environmental needs are going to be wildly different than my genetic needs. Um, and so that's what, that's the difference. And I think there's a lot of power in that. And while the full report is going to come up with what that person needs to understand about themselves at that time, um, the final regimen, for example, like, um, let's say someone's, um, coming up with parasites, like I said earlier, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they should work on that if it didn't address that they need to do that in the final regimen. 
Um, but it also is that trigger. Well, where am I being exposed to these? Mm-hmm. You know, are yeah. you eating sushi weekly? Are you mm-hmm. letting your dog lick your face? Are you doing right. some of these things where we are going to be more easily exposed and carry parasites easier? Or a great conversation if someone resonates with aluminum. Well, what kind of deodorant do you wear? I mean, that's such an easy lifestyle tweak to change and take that information and just clean up your life. So I just had a client exact example that you're talking about where aluminum resonated and we were talking about, you know, well, tell me about, you know, shots. Have you had any shots lately? Have you had any? And we couldn't figure it out. And then she said, oh, well, this summer I was wearing prescription strength deodorant. And I was like, (laughs) bingo. There we, there it is. There we have mm-hmm. it. Okay. Let's, let's think of some alternates. Let's do a little armpit detox mask. You know, let's sweat, let's, you know, let's troubleshoot that. And then we can do some, you know, supportive supplements and things like that to get that out of your body. But yeah, I, I think that's, I love what you're talking about with lifestyle also being a helpful way to address these things that show up on the scans. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's interesting because sometimes just pure avoidance of something like aluminum, like say she's, she, she does a little baby detox or not, just gets it out of her daily life. That alone can change it. And, sure. and the body is so powerful. Sometimes the avoidance is all we need. And one person to the next is very different. So one mm-hmm. to- a toxin that might affect you might not affect me. And here's a good mm-hmm. example. So I resonated very strongly with Borrelia and it took me years to get it in check. And then, you know, for a while thereafter, I would have flare ups and it would resonate again and I would continue working on it. And it's, I don't even, I can't remember how long it's been since it's come up for me, but it's, I'm, I've been flare up free for a very long time. Amazing. That's just a side note, but my brother who grew up with me in Northern Wisconsin, we were both little outdoor kids. It was nothing to pick ticks off of ourselves daily. And, um, and so he has never had an issue with Borrelia. He has never tested for Borrelia. And you're probably so a tiny bit jealous, just a little. <laughs> well, he has his own issues. So. Sure, sure. We all, yes, sure. We all do in different areas, right? Yeah. But it's, it's really powerful in knowing like how significantly it impacted me. And we know he clearly was exposed to Borrelia, but Mm -hmm. his body was just like, no problem. I can clear this on my own. I don't have to get sick or I'm not challenged in working on this specific bacteria. So it's, that's another really powerful thing. You know, we might test a family and we can see the entire family come up with the same mold. Like resonate with the same mold. And clearly in a scenario like that, it's a good indicator. Get, you know, your air quality checked, has a mold remediation or um, whatever they have to do to address it from that point of view. But then there's other family members where sometimes, uh, you know, two people in the family will resonate with one of the same molds and the other family members will not. And that's kind of the same scenario where we know they're all exposed, but some of them are not impacted. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is so interesting. The mold conversation is just a whole nother can of worms, really, that, yeah, there, I think it's very common to have um, one person be very sick in the mold and the others maybe not be as heavily affected. So that's really cool that um, 
Like in a bioresonance scan, it's not just scanning the toxins. You're the way you're described it was so wonderful. I love how you're kind of going section by section, talking about like the nutrients and the hormones. And the, I love the overall the little body systems with the circles at the very beginning of your reports. Those are my favorite. But just kind of showing what parts of the body are being impacted because you really do connect those dots when you look. Like if you're seeing, yeah, mold is a problem, you may look and see, oh, well, it makes sense that it's affecting this person because of these other puzzle pieces that are struggling. Um, yeah. I love that. And I that's, that's the beauty so of working with a practitioner to, you know, the, the reports themselves are fantastic because you can read through and understand it completely. But working with a practitioner that understands these reports can make so much of a difference because from your point of view, you can look at a report and it's almost like things start to jump out at you. And, mm -hmm. um, you yeah. know, like when, when I prep to go through a report with someone, it's like I prep for it and it's just like these dead ringers of certain things keep jumping out. And sometimes it can be as simple as incorporating three things. You know, sometimes it's a lot more than that. But for others, it can be literally three actionable things that they do consistently for a month and it's game changers for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's true. I know when I did my very first, um, scan with you guys a couple of years ago, I just ordered it myself. I did exactly the wrong thing. You know, I ordered it just for myself and looked over it and it felt overwhelming. Like, Oh my gosh, I have all these crazy things wrong with me. And this was very early in my health journey before my health kind of hit rock bottom. And I remember seeing Babesia resonate and thinking, oh my gosh, that's so scary. But so I kind of felt frozen. I didn't partner with a practitioner. I just kind of like put it in a folder for later. And when my health did kind of crash, I ended up having some really serious Babesia symptoms. I ended up having a faulty POTS diagnosis. And, you know, all the things that Western medicine, you know, will label you. And when you look upstream, it may be some more things they connect and make sense. So reiterating what you're said, saying um, about working with a practitioner, I think that is really important because, um, yeah, we can just go, we can either be overwhelmed to inaction, like I personally was, or we can just kind of start troubleshooting, you know, which is kind of, you know, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. We're trying to just kill a pathogen. And that's not really, that's not really how our bodies work at all. Looking at the whole is so much more important. For sure. Absolutely. And there's so many people too that I, I would say most people that are tested are working very, very closely yeah. with a practitioner. But then there's a few people, um, I shouldn't say a few, there's probably a, a good chunk of people that do that initially where they're working mm -hmm. closely for maybe a couple months with a practitioner. But then they realize, okay, if I follow the report and don't eat the nutrients that, or don't eat the foods that come up sensitive, eat more of the nutrients that are listed that I'm low on and take this regimen, I mean, that in itself, a lot of people do because they've become that in tune with their body and they see those shifts happening so fast yeah. that it becomes... And they've had some education along the way of here's how mm -hmm. we're going to approach this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is really exciting because it teaches people to become in tune with their body 
you know, they, they, they get to understand what's happening from this new perspective, this new light on their health. And it's very exciting because especially when hand in hand with a practitioner, they suddenly feel very empowered to make some pretty oftentimes simple changes in their life that are wildly profound. And then they see the benefit and want to stick with it and keep doing it because they, you know, they're seeing it, they're feeling it. You know, people, a lot of people say too, like, I, I wanted to get tested because I was just curious. I thought I felt pretty good, but I had no idea how bad I felt uh, compared to how I do now after tweaking mm. my diet and taking yes. these remedies. I mean, how, how amazing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. If you can troubleshoot your health like that before you ever are bedridden, like you were talking about or super sick. I mean, that's so empowering. That's that's so different than like just going to your Western med doctor for a checkup here and there. Um, I, I love that, that idea, which brings me to the idea of, um, I love that with creating balance health, y'all have these full scans. That's my favorite. Cause it's, you know, it's big chunk of information, all the things, but I love that you've started offering these kind of different versions. Like I know you have a remedy scan or, um, is that the same as the balance that you've got a few options that I think can be helpful for if you don't want to be purchasing the large scan every so often? Um, can you speak to kind of those different options you have? Yeah. So the full scan is by far the best place to start because you're getting that full picture. You know, if you started with something smaller, like a sensitivity scan, where we just are testing for the nutrient or the foods and the um, environmental sensitivities, someone might come up with 30, 40 sensitivities, but Mm. then it's kind of like, well, why? You know, yeah. if we know that that's not root cause. Why are these sensitivities there and what mm-hmm. can we do about it? Um, so the full scan is by far the best place to start. It's the most comprehensive and it is the most expensive, but even still at $329, it's very affordable. There are plenty <laughs> of labs, just singular labs that are that cost by themselves. I think of like, you know, the, some of the stool tests and gut tests are that, yeah, for just that yeah. one thing. Yeah. So, but we do have then smaller scan options, um, that break the full scan down for people that might not need that full scan every time. So we have a sensitivity scan, which I mentioned, we have a dietary scan, which is simply looking at nutrients and sensitivities, food sensitivities. And that might be for the folks that are just really wanting to focus on diet only. It seems to be, we get a lot of, um, Oh, a lot of fitness enthusiasts that order that test. Um, We also see a lot of moms and dads that order that test for their young kids where they're not really ready to Mm -hmm. start incorporating any intense detoxing or remedies yet. Um, Then our sensitivity scan, our balancing scan, which tests for toxins, hormones, nutrients, and the regimens included in that. So smaller breakouts, that full scan. Mm -hmm. Um, our remedy scan, which is our most affordable scan, and that's simply testing to see which rem- regimen should they follow from one one test to the next. And then we have our prenatal for um, pregnant moms, nursing moms. And Ooh, I love that. I didn't realize you had a prenatal one. Yeah, oh. and that's focusing mainly on foods again. So mm-hmm. what they should eat more of and then what foods are sensitivities to clear out of their diet. Okay. Um, and then our, our most recent scan, which was launched, I guess, about a little over a year ago is our awareness scan. And that's mm-hmm. more, I would say that's definitely more on the woo side because it's the emotional. No, I'm into it. I love that. Yes. 
Yeah, just, you know, emotions are such an important part of the healing process. And so if we don't um, unlock those blockages and Mm -hmm. process those emotions, it can really impede in the healing journey. So we launched the uh, awareness scan to hone in on that. It's testing for emotional blockages and other things that might correlate to why those emotional blockages could be Mm -hmm. there in the first place. That's so cool. And I love that you even have remedies for that scan as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. We, so we test for a polycrest, a constitutional formula. Mm-hmm. And those, a constitutional homeopathic formula really addresses someone's constitution. It looks mm. at them physically, emotionally, behaviorally, um, and kind of encompasses a lot in just that one formula. But then what we do is we take the signatures that we find through the awareness scan testing process, and we actually infuse those patterns into that polycrest formula. So it's a very unique customized formula specific to that person. So once it's infused, it's sort of like 15 remedies in one, which is pretty neat. It's really affordable too. Mm -hmm. That's really neat. And just to back up a little bit too, I just my, in my experience in working with creating balanced health, I know that you guys do tend to use a lot of homeopathy, but can you kind of give us like a little intro? Why, why do you love to use homeopathy? What's kind of the gist? Um, Because I know before I was introduced into this world, homeopathy was just those little weird pellets that you see at the health food store and you don't really know what to do with them. So (laughs) would you give your introduction, brief description of homeopathy and why it works so well with the scans. Yes. And I, so I'm going to tell you just a brief synopsis of what homeopathy is, but then I'm going to tell you why we like it so much and how we use it. So homeopathy is basically, um, it's, you you take a substance, whether it's, um, a no sode, which could be tissue from, um, an organism and that tissue then is highly diluted into mm-hmm. a form where you can barely tell the original structure of it anymore. So when then when someone takes that, it's the body's system to recognize that, oh, there's something there that I need to heal from. Mm-hmm. So, and they're highly diluted things, whether they're nosodes or nutrients or glandular tissues, things like that, that will trigger the body to heal itself trigger the body to, um, have a healing reaction. And so it's a really powerful formula. Uh, um, shouldn't say formula. It's a really powerful type of formula that helps the body do what it should be doing on its own. And so the power in using it in the way we use it is, so we often use a combination of nutrients, like just straight up supplements, mm-hmm. um, herbs, and then homeopathy, it's kind of like the, the tripod that yeah. is really great for healing because you take the nutritional supplement that acts as just foundational, critical mm-hmm. support that our body needs. And then you take the herb, which comes in and uh, does the job for the body. It's very potent. An herb yes. is not diluted at all, and it's going to go in and do something for you. Mm-hmm. And then... And then you take the homeopathic leg and you bring that in. And that is the, that's the part of that tripod that reminds our body how to do something on its own so that our body doesn't necessarily become dependent on Mm. taking a supplement or taking an herb to do it for us. So it's a really powerful trio when you do them together like that. That's such a I love how you describe that, um, as that they work almost synergistically, that trio of um, tools. So I have a practitioner friend um, who's amazing. And she was telling me 
she was describing using one of the series kits, which I know is really popular um, from the company Desbio. But she was saying, yeah, homeopathy kind of trains your immune system how to handle XYZ, whatever the thing is. The series therapies are really interesting um, for those of you who are not familiar, but Desbio has several of these little kits and there are these little tiny vials of homeopathics in varying strengths. Um, and they're usually very targeted, like maybe one is for Borrelia or one is for Babesia or one is for, um, I can't think of all, they have so many, but, um, I loved the description of homeopathy being something that trains your own body, your own immune system to go after it or to heal from that. Um, that's so different than I think we're taught, you know, with Western medicine to take this prescription to fix this problem. And some, sometimes even in the health world, we're taking a supplement for this one thing. You know what I mean? We're taking, instead of the medication, we're taking the herb to kill the thing rather than supporting the body holistically as a whole unit. Um, so yeah, I, I thank you for describing that for us. I think that was helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, made a great comment. There's so many different types of supplements out there and it, it can get easy to chase the symptom. Like, Ooh, Definitely. this herbs for that. I need it. Or this homeopathic formulas for that. I need it. But it's kind of, it, you're, it's just a crapshoot. You're not necessarily yeah. going to address what the root of the issue is without addressing the body as a whole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's what so many of us do. And I think people who kind of dip their toe into the holistic world by themselves and end up kind of just troubleshooting and saying, oh, it didn't work. That's usually why that approach doesn't really, <laughs> doesn't really, doesn't really work to support the whole body. Um, I, I wanted to make sure that I asked you, you were talking about um, prenatal scan, pregnant women, moms and dads. Let's circle back to what kind of, is there an age range for this kind of bioenergetic scan or can it benefit anyone, any range? Yeah, it can benefit anyone. So we have tested babies just days old and oh, wow. all the way up to people in their hundreds. Um, so, oh, so and, cool. and it's really powerful. You know, I th think personally watching children be tested and, you know, working closely with them and their parents, it is really exciting to watch kids go through this process because they're not necessarily in their heads yet. Like us adults, yes. <laughs> yeah. we get in our own way we emotionally do. <laughs> with our schedules. Like, and so we do. For, for an adult to heal, usually it's a lot longer. Like kids are resilient. They, yeah. they heal. They're quickly. open. They're open to heal too. Yes. Yes. So, um, really any, any age and we even test pets. Our, our sister company is pet Medella. So I was going to ask you about that. Pets. Yes. That's yeah. So cool. <laughs> is your pet Medella? So are the, I have not run one yet. We just got a new puppy as we were kind of talking before we started, but I mean, like we've had this puppy a month. She is new. So it's on my list to do a pet Medela scan, just kind of proactively to work on things for her. But, um, how are those markers? Are they similar? Are they much different than the full scan? How, how does the pet Medela work? And I'm, and are they the same kind of things? Are you sending in fur and saliva as well? 
Yeah. So it's, it's exactly the same technology and the reports look almost identical. The only difference is, um, the toxin section, we don't necessarily list the origin as descriptively as we do on the balanced health side. Uh, but we still get those same specific resonating toxins that we can review during consults and things like that. And so it's in essence, exact same technology reports look very similar, but I will tell you this, the results often look quite different than human scans because, Mm -hmm. you know, I see common themes with dogs, common themes Mm -hmm. with cats, common themes with horses. And so, yeah, it's, it's, but in in essence, exact, exactly the same. The full scan looks, um, very, very similar. Um, and then we also offer just a sensitivity scan for pets and then just a rally scan for pets as well. Oh, that's cool. That's so cool. I, yeah. As I'm kind of diving into this holistic pet owner (laughs) world, (laughs) I'm see. you know, we found a great vet that we love who's more holistic minded and she's amazing. We drive an hour one way to see her, you know, um, but all of the labs that you can order for your pet, I'm like, this is just like humans. This can get very expensive. Um, bioresonance would be such a better tool to see what's going on rather than, you know, a lab here, a lab there with a pet who can't communicate what is, you know, they can't tell you what's hurting or what's wrong or what they think is going on. So I love that you offer that for pets. That is so neat. Yeah. And it's, it's so powerful. I mean, we test pets all the time and I guess my, my, strongest opinions about pet testing is from, you know, my own pet, because the second that he's not feeling well, I immediately test him. And it's just, it's similar to like little kids. Yeah. Pets don't get in their own way in the healing journey. Yeah. Um, I've noticed dogs really recoil quickly. Cats, horses, even horses respond amazingly. to That's so cool. Um, and of course, um, we don't offer the awareness scan for pets, but we do have a lot of people that will order the awareness scan and then run it, run their pet through it uh-huh. and just to see emotionally what's going on yes. with their pets. And so like our dog, Max, he is such a sweet boy, but he will bark like a banshee when someone comes <laughs> to the door. Like it, 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 he, It's his job. He needs to protect us. Yeah. And so very first time I ran an awareness scan on him, the emotional like conflict that he was having was that, was that he was confused about his job. Like literally that descriptive. Because oh, oh. yeah. we would always say no, no, you know, yes. so we're telling him no, stop barking. But in his mind, he's doing his job. He's protecting us. So yes. he felt conflicted. So now instead. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, thank you, buddy. We say good job. And it's just like, it's so much easier to get him to stop barking by saying thank you. Yes. <laughs> so oh, it's funny. I love that. Yeah. Yes. The whole pet and emotion. I, so I don't know if you're familiar with MBSR, mind, body, spirit release. Um, it's, it's an emotional, um, emotional release technique that uses muscle testing. But, um, I was working with somebody who had a pet, um, who got a new pet, you know, they had two dogs and one was a brand new dog addition to the family. And we had to do some emotional work between, you know, the new dog and the old dog. Because the old dog was really not loving it. Um, and so it's You're just so interesting. <laughs> yep. But it's just so interesting. So do, going back to the um, emotion scan and kind of using it for a pet, do you do like a, a remedy for that? Or is it just more awareness of what's going on and what to work on? 
Uh, what? I mean, no, we'll definitely do the infusions for animals. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. for sure. That's where so we cool. take that polycrest mm-hmm. and we put okay. those signatures in there. So that's and, suitable for pets. You're saying? Oh okay. yeah, yeah. We okay. have one pet. Oh my gosh, he made. He was a rescue. This was a client, I think, on the west coast, and she, she rescues this dog. And the dog was very abused and neglected. Yeah, a lot of health issues. And when we rolled out the awareness scan, at that point, he had made so much progress, um, just in overall health, but he still, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, could not sit down. He, like, literally Mm. could not sit down. He would only ever um, walk or lay on his side. And she said after, like, two or three doses of his his formula from the awareness scan, Mm -hmm. he started sitting for the first time. So it's kind of interesting, interesting. you know, just trying yes. to find those correlations. And, and so he is such a little spokesmodel. He, he sits and yeah. he's so well behaved now. And so little things like that, that, you know, whatever, for whatever trapped emotional reason yes. that he couldn't sit, that emotional awareness and then the infusion, however she was working with him, was able to get him sitting and, and progressing in his journey. So that's so neat. Yeah. But I that's the power. That. That's the power of bioenergetics. You know, it's yeah. tapping into that that emotional and that physical um, field around us. It's just mm-hmm. making those little shifts, changing those blockages that allow information to flow more consistently and allow us to feel better. I think that's amazing. I think that because um, what you're again going back to the whole person, the holistic view. Like we're not just a physical body. We have emotions. We have a spiritual set. Like we're just so multifaceted. And so removing those blocks, like you're saying, is such a huge part of healing, big picture healing. Absolutely. So neat. Yes. Um, okay. Going back. Sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. Um, going back to doing scans for children. I heard another practitioner saying that she does them annually just like as her well, as like her well kid checkup, she will run a scan on their birthday just to see how they're doing and if what needs to be adjusted. Um, I'm imagining that's probably not ideal because I would think you'd want to be working maybe a little more regularly, but I like that idea of just kind of getting a baseline energetically to see what's going on. Do you, do you see that often with um, scans that come in for you? I mean, I think we see such a variety, Uh, you know, I would say majority of people, they come to us because they have some stubborn health complaint that they've had, you know, a challenge getting over. Um, I would say that's majority. But then we also have people that are just curious about prevention. They have some people Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, maybe it's just a minor thing, but they they trust more of the holistic world versus going Mm -hmm. to the medical world, which, you know, to each their own, whatever works best. Sure. Um, But I would say like a lot of people that have a chronic complaint, they might work more consistently with testing in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I would say like the sweet spot is about three scans back to back in the beginning. And, um, and you know, but everybody's different in the whole holistic realm. It didn't take you overnight to get sick. It's not going to take you overnight to get better. And so I personally use the general rule of thumb is for each year someone's been sick Holistic mm-hmm. health means usually takes about a month for each year. So if someone's been struggling yes. for 
10 years, maybe can really looking at 10 months worth of committing yeah. to it. Um, but then once someone really is feeling balanced and feeling good, some people, they might just scan a few times a year to stay on top of it. Um, they may scan when they are not feeling well, or they scan annually. So we think it's just kind of different. Mm -hmm. okay. And, um, the beautiful thing I think is people intuitively do it when they think they need it. Um, you know, of course, when someone's not feeling good, it's probably on the back burner. Um, yeah. but we have subscription packages, which is really nice. And that oh, helps yeah. people to, so it, it's discounted testing throughout the year. Uh, and then in then monthly payments for one year, but then it also gives them 10% off all their remedies. And so oh, nice. yeah. having a subscription just uh, helps them to stay on top of it. And there's a lot of different yeah. varieties. So it can be those more mild little quote unquote checkups, or if someone just has some minor things that they're working on, um, or even major things they're working on, there's a subscription for them. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As we all know, when you have a subscription to something, you're more likely to <laughs> stick with it. I'm thinking about the Pilates that I signed up for. Um, and now I make myself go because <laughs> you're committed, right? Yeah. yeah I love exactly. that. It's a great idea with the scans. That's so cool. Yeah. It, um, it, it helps people just to you know, remember to scan too. When they yeah. get a chest kit in the mail every couple months, that's, that's a reminder. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, is there anything I'm trying to think of like what kind of Q and A's you get often from people? Um, I love that you explained kind of just the gist of how the high level highbrow, here's how bioresonance works. That's super helpful. You kind of dove into homeopathy for me. I'm just putting you on the spot with all the things today. Um, but is there anything that you feel people ask that's a common misconception or something that um, you'd like people to understand a little bit better about this process? Um, I think there's, you know, the two of the most common questions that we get is, um, you know, I have an allergy for this, um, but it didn't come up in my report. And, oh, uh -huh. and so like that can, we're not testing allergies. We're testing for right. sensitivities, which are two wildly different things. And, yes. you know, if someone has, if they're allergic to peanuts, obviously they're going to avoid peanuts, but then that doesn't yes. really give us the information to pull a sensitivity because I don't have an exposure to it. Um, yes. so obviously just that would be one thing from a bioenergetic standpoint, like a sensitivity and an allergy are way different and two, it's like apples yes. and oranges. Uh, and then the yes. other is that, you know, like, do you test for Lyme disease? That's probably one of the most common questions mm. that we get. We don't, you know, yeah. we test for toxins right. and a toxin is mm -hmm. a negative um, exposure to a pattern that someone's having, you know, kind of like a, a so okay. I, I compare toxins um, when we're testing for them, they all have their own unique signature. And I kind of compare that signature to like a snowflake. Every snowflake is different mm. and unique. Okay. And so when we see that someone's having a negative association with a specific pattern or signature that tells mm -hmm. us that they've been exposed to it and they're having a negative response when they're exposed to more of it, which mm -hmm. that's where that resonating toxin comes up for someone. So it is in no way, shape or form a diagnosis, um, right. but very powerful. And mm -hmm. those exposures while, say someone um, tests for Borrelia with us, but they don't test with Borrelia with Western medicine, kind of like how my story went. Mm -hmm. um, that tells us like mine was so chronic and so deep 
of course, I, the Western block kept coming up negative because it was so deep. Yeah. But when yeah. it came to bioresonance, they, it, it was able to pull up that there was a historical negative mm. expression when I was exposed to it. Mm-hmm. And that was all the power I needed to make some massive changes in my health journey. So very powerful information. And I think it's really powerful as well for a client to have, you know, that information in black and white right in front of them, Um, you know, to see this is my bioenergetic health. Like I am resonating with all these things that in itself is such a motivational factor to make change for, I mean, you mentioned the little circles, our system performance has the ranking on the stress levels throughout the entire body for the respiratory system, the digestive system kind of goes to that whole body. So if you see your respiratory system, coming up only at 37% showing weakness in that area. I mean, that, what a motivating factor you want to get it as Mm -hmm. close to a hundred percent as possible. And so that is that in itself, seeing that value makes you take all the changes that you need because you want healthy lungs. Yeah. Yeah. So the tangible, the tangible information is really powerful. Well, I love, I love everything that you're doing. I love all of the tidbits that you've given today. Is there any, um, is there any other little wings of scans? I know you've got pet medella and all these different things, but, um, any other new things on the forefront that you care to drip or share? <laughs> I'm yeah. asking you on the spot again for that. <laughs> yes, no problem. Oh gosh. We have a lot going on here at Balanced Health right now. Um, well, we launched our bioenergetic certification course about a year year ago. And that's going amazingly. Um, so that's that's designed for practitioners to learn more Mm -hmm. about the testing process and how to interpret reports and all of that. And so there's more coming with that. Um, we also have so many new folks on staff. We've brought on a new CEO, Derek Wallery. He's amazing. Um, exciting. Yeah, more customer service people. So we're we're growing in such an amazing way, and so I'm not going to let too many other really cool things that okay, are going to be sure. coming. Yeah. but but okay. stay tuned because good things in the pipeline. Okay, coming. yes, <laughs> that's all we need to know. Okay, good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Samantha, for letting me ask you 20 questions and just sharing all of your knowledge about bioresonance. It's clear that you are just so brilliant in this category. And I loved hearing your healing story too. Um, I'm hopeful that this is a tool that, you know, listeners and um, just people in general, this will just become more commonplace because I think it's a really helpful tool um, for our health, not just those of us chronically ill or dealing with, you know, chronic health issues, but just like we were talking about almost like the snap, the snapshot of where you are and, um, looking at your health in a big picture. So, um, I guess I want to also ask too, where can people find more information? What are, what are your kind of links? What are, where can people find you? Yes. So our website is creatingbalancedhealth.com and you can see all the scans and the subscriptions and all sorts of information there. Our Instagram and Facebook handle is um, at Creating Balanced Health. So um, all that information is there. If someone's interested in checking out anything about our training and our course, at the bottom of our um, website, there's a link called uh, Bioenergetic Training. And if they click that, they can see more information linked to the course there. Okay. 
And then of course our pet side, it's petmedella.com. And then our handles on social media is petmedella in case you're looking at testing for your fur yes. family. <laughs> Always. Yes. I've mm. become that pet lady, the dog lady that I didn't know was hiding inside me. I'm her now. So <laughs> the lady <laughs> well, taking my dog with me all the places. <laughs> I know. Thank you. <laughs> wonderful awesome well thank you again so much i really appreciate you being able to chat with me today of course and thank you for having me on you're so welcome this podcast is for educational purposes only the content expressed is not to be taken as medical advice please consult your own health practitioner